Hey, how's it going? Welcome to this episode number 65 of The Comedy Podcast coming to you on Monday, 18th, January 2021. This is your host. I am the guy with the name you guys can't pronounce. It is Harith. How are you doing? Monday morning, guys. Uh, How's your Monday morning? Mine was just uh, quite a battle. I want to tell you why. So I was on my usual YouTube binge, you know, right before bedtime. And then I don't know why uh, YouTube tends to recommend these like super hipster people who love to give life advice and all that just because they went to the Himalayas for like two months or something. Didn't even climb the fucking mountain. But now they feel like they have the authority to come back and give me fucking advice on how to live. Give me fucking advice on how to live. Yeah, just because they grew their hair, got some dreadlocks, ate vegetarian. They're like, hey man, you should, t- <laughs> you should listen to some of the advice that I have, man. So what the fuck did this guy say? I'm, I'm going to tell you. Hold your horses, boy. Just wait. Just wait. Jesus Christ. Hogging, hounding me on a Monday. Ugh. So this guy was like, hey. Have you often woken up at around 3.40 a.m. for no reason? It's like there's no alarm and you're not tired. You're just awake and you're alert and you don't know why that's happening. Well, this motherfucker was saying, oh, the reason that's happening is because the universe chose you. I was like, God damn, tell me more. <laughs> I, like, I like the idea of being a chosen one so this motherfucker was saying yeah the universe chose you because you need to understand what's going on at 3 40 a.m what's going on at 3 40 a.m is that nobody's awake so the bandwidth between you and the universe which is this thing that's supposed to grant all you all your wishes right the bandwidth is less busy so the universe woke you up to invite you to go ahead and make your wishes. Fucking hell, the universe is some kind of genie. I'm like, all right, okay. (laughs) So, you know what? I clicked on that video because I often woke up between three, wake up. Oh, forgive my English, guys. I'm just a brown boy from Kuala Lumpur speaking the colonizer's language. Sometimes I might struggle, you know? I might make some uh, grammar mistakes. So you're going to have to forgive me. Now, where the fuck was I? Fucking. What was I saying? I think I was saying I wake up sometimes, not sometimes, quite often between 3 or 4 a.m. So right now, I'm feeling a bit special. Like the universe genie has picked me. (laughs) Out of all people. So fuck it. Uh. Monday morning at exactly 3 fucking 4, I think, a.m., I wake up again, feeling fresh as hell going, God damn it, that fucking hipster is going to get in my head now. So what the hell did I do? I just followed the hipster's advice. Uh, hipster or hippie, are they the same thing? I think they're different. So what did I do? He was, uh, the hippie was like, yeah, so at that moment, yeah, project your energy out into the universe so that you can ask for what you want. And um, 
whatever ideas you get, you know, grab a notepad and write everything down, write everything down. So I was like, all right, I think I can pull this off. So I was just like, <clears throat> I know what I want. 12 inch dick, 12 inch dick, 12 inch dick. Let's do it. Let's do it, universe. Give me the 12 inch dick. So I grabbed my phone, which has a notepad app because I'm a millennial motherfucker. We current in this bitch. Who the fuck writes anything on a notebook anymore? If anyone's old and listening, be like, I use, I still use a notepad, man. Like, fuck you, you dinosaur. Okay, boomer. <laughs> All right, where the fuck was I? I grabbed my phone on the notepad. At this point, I don't know if I'm breaking the rules. Uh, I'm thinking, maybe I could still make my wishes, you know? Maybe they're gonna um, give me some good ideas. So I just type, 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 type. But you know what's fucking disappointing? Let me tell you why this hippie fuck disappointed me. The ideas that came to me, and there were lots of ideas. I got a whole list over here. Hold on, let me have a look at my notes. Yeah, it's uh, <laughs> the, the title of the notes is Ideas. I got eight ideas. Eight great freaking ideas, but none of them were for getting a 12-inch dick. All of these ideas are for how to make a great podcast. So I don't know, man. This fucking universe is broken or something. So what? I mean, you know, you've heard the saying that... Not the saying. I'm, I'm sure this happened to you before. Like the more you want something, the less it comes to you. It's like the opposite of the law of attraction, which is why sometimes I can't buy that shit. It's because the less I try to get something like... The, the the easier it comes to me for like pussy pussy's the best example every time I try really hard yeah I might get some pussy but like it always comes with a fucking headache you know what I mean boys the best pussy that's come my way is the ones that fall right on my lap but so I guess I'm disproving the law of attraction <laughs> I don't <laughs> I don't know, man. Um, so yeah, I got I got these great ideas, and uh, my dick is, um, I guess, going to stay at a slightly above average, which is what every guy says. I mean, <laughs> no one's gonna admit to having an average dick on the air. Um, <laughs> I'm one of those guys, but I, I I don't know. I got nothing to prove. I got nothing to prove. So I got these eight ideas on how to make a great podcast and I'm actually doing one right now. You know, this podcast is being video recorded. I'm thinking of like clipping this shit, putting it up on YouTube so that one day I might get cancelled. They have all the proof they need. Sir, is this you in this video in your room? I'm like, yes. <laughs> or no, that is not me. You're profiling me. That's another brown guy. America is racist. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what I'm talking about anymore. Yeah, so hippies on YouTube. I don't I don't know about these people, man. These law of attraction types. You know, I watched uh you, have you guys heard of Coffeezilla? So this is a motherfucker who's going out there and debunking uh, all these like gurus online. So 
you know, the Dan Lok types, the, what's that fucking guy who's always posing in his Lamborghini? Lamborghini! Lamborghini! Um, Ty Lopez, I think. He does a lot of marketing stuff. Dan Lok, Ty Lopez. There's a few more, but Coffeezilla's work is basically about disproving these people in the sense that he shows that these guys are motherfucking scammers. You know, that, that sort of thing. So, uh, he he did the he did a review on the book called Think and Grow Rich, uh, which is the entire basis of the Law of Attraction. Have you seen that Netflix documentary Law of Attraction? You get these broke-looking, really hippie types saying, "If you want anything, all you gotta do is send out positive vibes to the universe." He says in dreadlocks, <laughs> looking like he hasn't showered in five days. Send out vibes to the universe and just believe hard enough that you can get it. This doesn't make sense to me. Like I, I don't fucking buy it. So this guy did an expose on uh, Napoleon Hill was the author of Think and Grow Rich. A really, really popular book. People today are still citing it in all of their love attraction videos, man. A lot of it goes online and you can just see it in their eyes that they fucking believe this shit. It's because they, they, they have a dream, you know, they really want to believe in the dream and maybe their dream is to become a big YouTuber, a big YouTuber. So what they do is like fucking resell this shit and turns out that there's lots of saps who want to believe in the law of attraction and who want to learn in the, about the law of attraction so a lot of people click those videos and then the, the fuck who makes the videos are like, the law of attraction works because I don't know, he fucking taught it. It's like a Ponzi scheme. That's what I think. All of this looks like a fucking Ponzi scheme. So again, I don't know. I don't know what I'm, uh, <laughs> I'm not trying to be a hater. I mean, if you want to believe in wacky cookie shit, that's up to you. But you know, the moment you, because if you just spend all your time like cultivating positive vibes instead of doing any actual work, I think that's just going to derail you from your efforts. In my opinion, just bias towards action. Let me tell you how I, you know, this principle bias towards action. Let me tell you how I kind of applied it in my own life. So... A few years ago when I decided that I'm not going to masturbate anymore. I'm going to quit this dirty, dirty haram um, activity. Bad for your health, makes you sleepy. Instead of just, you know, at this point, I knew about the law of attraction. Don't get me wrong. I fucking bought that shit. As in, not physically. I never bought the book. Jesus Christ. Everything's online, guys. Just torrent that shit. <laughs> uh I never bought the book, but I did watch the Netflix documentary and I was sold. I was like, holy shit. Is it that simple? All right, sign me up. But when I, wa when I wanted to do NoFap, uh, what I did instead was instead of just believing, believing that I could quit masturbating. Quit rubbing, quit rubbing my above average schlong. So instead of just believing it, every time I got the like the itch the urge you know i just 
I just set my hair on fire. <laughs> I mean, it was really bad. I mean, um, I started with the hair on my head, obviously. But you, you, need, you need to know at the time I was uh, 22. Now you're a 22-year-old uh, young adult. It's a horny motherfucker. So I had to burn a lot of my hair till I got bald. So like, what did I do next? My pubes. I just took a match, lit my pubes on fire. <laughs> After a while, I mean, I'm a brown boy. I'm pretty hairless. If you're on video, you can see I don't have much hair on my body. It's just the consequence of being a Malay fuck. In Kuala Lumpur, Malaysia. Shout out. So my pubes didn't last long. I got the hair on my ass crack. Uh, I managed to get some of those. But then after a while, head of my hair's gone, my pubes gone. I mean, I didn't wanna, I didn't wanna burn my fucking eyebrows, did I? Because then I would look like, I don't know. Did anyone famous burn their eyebrows? I feel like there's somebody. Not burn, shave. Lady Gaga, I think. I'd look like a brown, more ma slightly more masculine Lady Gaga. <laughs> So yeah, I burned all my hair after a while. I, ra I ran out of hair. So what the fuck am I going to do? I just, I always found something to do instead of like scratching that itch. So I might take a cold shower, go for a run. If I was lazy, I just do push-ups. Yeah. Eat a fruit. Meditate. Meditate. Meditation has been like the biggest thing for me. To quit jacking off because when you when 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 you're horny, all it's all tense in your like groin area, and when you when you meditate, you can sort of redirect that tension. Man, I sound like a fucking hippie man. I sound like those motherfuckers on YouTube. I was just talking about. I don't know, man. Maybe one day I might switch from a comedy podcast to being a law of attraction uh, YouTuber. I mean, it doesn't seem so hard, to be honest. Just keep telling people to believe. Just make references to the universe a lot and keep saying this shit. Yeah, nothing happens for a reason. Nothing happens for a reason. Everything happens for a reason. Even babies who die from AIDS, I guess. All right, I'm going to move on from this topic. Hippies on YouTube. Um, I am now day six without ejaculation. And uh, I feel like I'm getting better, you know. I feel like the nervousness is settling down. It's like all, ooh. But what am I getting instead? I'm getting fucking superpowers. I need a lot less sleep and I just feel amazing. I mean, uh, this is just me talking out of my butthole, but like, I'm guessing this is what happened. You know, making all that jizz takes up a lot of energy and nutrients. Apparently. So I guess all the extra energies is being saved. So I don't need to rest as much. So when I wake up, I'm like, let's go, let's go. It's fucking Monday morning. Fucking Monday morning. I feel great. I had to jump on this, uh, this, this podcast recording. It's 8, 12 a.m. Pretty soon I got to go to work, you know, be a good worker bee. Man, maybe one day I might, I might be able to just speak into the mic and you know what i feel like i'm on my way there i want to thank you all for like listening to me on this podcast the comedy podcast 
If you enjoyed the podcast so far, I'd really appreciate your help in helping me grow. The best thing you can do is recommend this podcast to a friend. Maybe take a screenshot, put it on your Instagram stories, whatever you want. You know, just WhatsApp it. Don't be annoying with the WhatsApp though. You know, those mamas, those aunties who like to WhatsApp you like friggin... Uh, what do you call those 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 health WhatsApps, <laughs> those bogus Corona tips WhatsApp man? Those those drive me up the fucking wall. I don't. None of this shit is verified. It's like aunties have not learned how to vet information on the internet, just like everyone else. To be fair, but the difference is getting it from WhatsApp is really fucking annoying. It's very different from like getting it from a Facebook feed or a YouTube fe- YouTube feed or a Twitter feed. I don't know. Do any of you use Facebook for news these days? I don't. I don't fucking log into that shit anymore. I feel like I'm only using Facebook to like sign into other apps. It's my app sign in app. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think I said that right. Okay, I'm gonna move on to the next point. Mm, man, guys, guys, something crazy happened to me yesterday. So. You know, my woman is so cool. We were supposed to have a cute dinner, din, 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 no, not dinner, lunch date because we're separated, freaking uh, lockdown, right? So I'm forced to, you know, not pee touch with her so, and I can't go on dates with her. So instead, what we settled for was like, hey, let's just have like a, like a cute web, webcam date, online date. We can grab our lunches, dress up. And then I told her, oh, in the morning, by the way. Uh, hey, uh, I can't really do today. I'm not feeling it. Can we just hang out instead of do like a fancy, fancy, like a dinner, like a lunch date with the uh, dress up? Like I'm supposed to wear like a shirt or a suit or something like that. And then she was so cool about it. She was like, yeah, it's okay, baby. Although I already did my makeup. And then when I when I got jumped on the call with her, she looked freaking amazing, freaking adorable. Just teased her, teased me, I mean with a cute little body and then I'm over here being like, fuck, I'm not allowed to jack off to this. <laughs> uh, that's just that's just the life I chose. So what was the crazy thing that I was talking about? Nah, it's simple. She threatened me with a potato. I mean, it was just one of those moments in life. Like, did that just happen? Like, I don't know what to do with that information. I don't know what we were talking about. All I remember was she was eating her food. She stuck a fork into a potato. And then I said something that maybe like, uh, that is like tease worthy. I was maybe teasing her. And then like, she like wagged the potato in the camera. And I'm just like, I don't, okay, what do I do with that? That is so adorable. But I'm really confused. Just like my listeners right now. Do any of you know what it means when a woman shakes a potato in your face? If you do, I would love some feedback. Please uh, send me an email at comedypodcastofficial at gmail.com. You can find it in the podcast description up there. While you're there, if you have any questions about dating, I love to tackle those and I would love to help you out in your dating life. I don't care if you're black, white, purple, but I would especially love to help you if you're Asian. Apparently... Asian boys are having a bit difficulty getting their peepees touched. And, you know, I'm no stud, but like, I feel like I've, I've been in that game long enough to be able to give you some constructive advice. All right. Speaking of hippies, yesterday, on that date with my woman, 
I watched, uh, I think it's called a docu-series. I don't know if you can consider it a documentary, but it's called Surviving Death on Netflix. Have you guys heard of this? Surviving Death. So this this show is all about what happens to you after death. The first episode episode was great because um, it was all about these people who have near death experiences, and apparently there's a lot of like science to like back up these people's claims. Whereby like, and it's always this like very similar. It's like these people who have near death experiences always feel warm and fuzzy, kind of like a mama's hug. Maybe your mama's hug, not my mama. <laughs> Mommy issues. Uh. <laughs> oh boy, I'm opening up a can of worms. But I don't know. If you if you had a great mama, it's like getting hugged by your mama. And all your dead relatives come and greet you. And that to me just sounds like shit. I'm like, God damn it. I don't want to see my relatives. They're dead. Maybe I didn't like them. Can they leave me alone? <laughs> can you imagine? You had like a... You had like a rapey uncle or a creepy uncle who who loved to take you swimming when you were younger. And then when you're dead, he fucking greets you. You're like, oh boy. <laughs> uh, <laughs> All the worms, the can of worms, cans of worms I'm opening here. So, okay. Episode one was great. And then we get to episode two where things get a bit iffy for me. Like, hmm, I don't think I can fuck with this anymore. Episode two was just this, it's about mediums. You know what mediums is? No. Yeah, you Americans are very confused. Americans have no idea what medium is. They just, is that like extra large? (laughs) Cheap joke, I apologize. All right. Um, A medium is a person who can like talk to spirits and... You know, if you have a a dead loved one and um, you you miss them a lot, you want to talk to them. You can you can do it from a medium, and what the medium does is like, there's a spirit in this room. I feel like you have suffered a great loss in your life, and then the the guy who's in the midi- in the session, he's just like, yeah, yeah, I have. Wow, that's amazing. How did you know that, motherfucker? That's why you go to a medium, of course. Don't be so fucking blown away. But why I'm bringing up this medium stuff is something amazing. One of those mediums just blew my mind. It was a it was a freaking piece of work because I've never seen this like species of human being. There was this medium who was a trans woman, but also Irish. I was like, damn, I guess those people exist, exist, but like I've never seen one. So like, just close your eyes for a second. Uh, unless you're driving, please don't do that. Um, but try and imagine like the a really white, blonde, fat woman. Now, okay, do you have that picture in your mind? All right. Now imagine that lady with this voice. All right, I'm now here to... Oh, fuck, I can't do an Irish accent. Fiddly dilly dee. Would you like a pot of gold? <laughs> yeah, so just like a like one of the manliest voices I've I've, I've ever heard. I don't know. That's Scottish. Ah, oh, you fucking white people accents. It's it's really challenging for me. I mean, I can do the Asian. I can do the Indian. Yellow habibi. I can even do the Arabic. 
but fucking Irish. Hey, hey, I think I just did it there. Looky Irish. Maybe. I don't know what I've been told. Eating grass is good as gold. So this Irish trans man is a psychic. Uh, I don't know what his name is. Maybe I'll find I'll find it in the next uh, episode and then I can give, and then you can Google him and maybe if you have some issues, you would like to deal with the deceased. Maybe you're angry at like that uncle I was just mentioning. Maybe you could call this like transsexual Irish psychic medium and maybe sort out your issues. I wonder if I could talk to God on that thing. I just looked over. The there are fucking bird sounds coming into my room and like barking chihuahuas from my neighbors. It's a beautiful freaking Monday morning. I feel great. I hope you guys, I genuinely hope you guys uh, have enjoyed this podcast episode so far. I've still got a bit to go, so bear with me. Oh man, you know, you know what's annoying to me now? I hate the fact that I can't just go to a restaurant and like eat my food. I hate that. Oh man, a video on video, I'm scratching my nose like hell. It's got it's because it got this giant freaking nose, you know. There's a lot of real estate, a lot of opportunities for itch to pop up. So I'm getting ahead of myself. So I want to talk about the annoyance of not being able to go to my favorite restaurants uh, like KFC, Chili Pan Me, just to have my food. Restaurants are like half clothes, half clothes. God, half closed. I can go order my food, take it away or like use an app so that some guy who's barely making any money can ride his motorcycle through the hot sun to deliver my food for something like one dollar. One dollar for Malaysian ringgits. Poor guy. Anyway. um, Yeah, they're like, these restaurants are like half dead zombies and I'm convinced it's all part of the Great Reset. Have you guys heard of the Great Reset? The Great Reset is not some kind of crazy conspiracy theory, by the way. It is real. The World Economic Forum is advocating for it. You've got freaking uh, state leaders of state like Justin Trudeau. I think even Joe Biden talked about it, if I'm not mistaken. So like the way I see it is they're, they're training us to stay at home. Just stay at home, order whatever you want. We'll make sure it all gets sent to you. You'll be very happy, you know, work from home. Don't cause trouble. You know what happens when you don't train people to do that? You get these American fucks who just storm the Capitol building and like cause a ruckus. I watch a video of that, by the way. There was this one shot of a guy who looked like a, like a shitty Viking. He was just, and he had his face painted with American paint. He was just walking through the building. And then the police officer was walking behind him, like all leisurely. And he was like, sir, can I please get you to exit the building? I'm like, what the fuck? What, what, what's with these cops? I mean, why are they so chill? <laughs> if it was a black guy in there, that black guy would have been, oh my, I shouldn't be making a joke about that. But you guys know where I'm going with this. And what privilege is a thing, it's definitely a thing, but maybe not in the way that, not in the annoying SJW way that people talk about. Then what other way can there be, man? I don't fucking know. Oh my God, leave me alone, you SJW fucks. So what about people who are not married? These government people, these great reset overlords, 
they're going to be like, yeah, you can't touch peepees unless you live together. So people like me are just going to have their balls full waking up at 3 a.m. because the universe chose me because all my sexual energy is being kept up and I'm pure some shit. I don't know. All right, I'm going to move on from this point. Okay, I'm going to say a name and I want you to tell me what that name means to you. Okay, are you ready? Here we go. Mandingo. For sure, you know who Mandingo is, right? Okay, if you don't know, I just want to say this about Mandingo. Mandingo is one of the most known people on earth because I know for a fact that the major, the vast majority of men watch porn. Yep, this is porn related. So I'm pretty sure more people know Mandingo than, more, than people know who Bill Burr is. It's like everybody watches porn, not everyone watches comedy. So... And that, and that just blows my freaking mind. How many people watch porn or have watched porn? Like, seriously, just if you're a dude, just go to your friend who's a guy and be like, hey, do you know who Mandingo is? And then like, for sure, he'll say yes. You want to find out who the horny girls are in your circle? You know, who's kinky? Likes to watch the online badonka donk? Just ask her who Mandingo is. If you don't know, Google it yourself. But if you don't know who Mandingo is, man, have, have you been going to church? <laughs> You've been taking everybody's advice. What, what's the usual advice? I don't know. Sex is only for por- procreation. You should keep yourself pure in the eyes of Jesus. I don't know. Is that what they tell you in church? Mm. You know, looking back, the only people I knew that didn't masturbate were the religious types. In fact, I think I could probably draw up a graph that shows like the more atheist you are, the more likely you are to have porn addiction. (laughs) I don't know. Is this sounding scientific or not? But yeah, seriously. Like, uh, you know, as a boy, you have a wet dream once you find out what masturbating is and then you forget what a wet dream is for the rest of your life because wet dreams only happen when your balls are full, right? And in, and your body's like, man, there's too much jizz in here. We need to get it out. And you have a pee touch dream and the jizz all, just all shoots out. So um, when I was in boarding school, I was um, between the ages of 13 and 18 and nobody... Nobody got freaking wet dreams except for the religious types. They would wake up and be like, oh shit. And then some of them would be cool enough to talk about it. And then I'm like, man, I haven't had those. I haven't had that since I was like 11. What the fuck's wrong with you? And then I found out like, oh yeah, they're they're constantly backed up. You know, I think it's why they're so positive and happy all the time. It's because they don't masturbate. They're just like, hey, 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 how you doing? Have you heard of Jesus? <laughs> They just feel so freaking great about their lifestyle. They feel so great about themselves. It's because they have all that extra energy, you know? All you atheist motherfuckers who are like shooting your load, you're you're all just tired all the time. No wonder you don't believe in anything positive like God. Because like your life's all shit. (laughs) All right, all right. I wanted to make... uh, 
I wanted to make one last point. I wanted to discuss uh, this thing that I read online. All right. We're going to delve into the dating section of this uh, podcast. So it's from a Twitter Twitter account called at Tell Your Son This. And it reads, tell a woman she's childish and she'll say, no, she's not. You're a misogynist. All right. I'm with you so far. Then the tweet says, Tell her women don't want to be stressed by the harshness of existence, nor the truth that entails, but just want a space they feel safe in to be themselves, carefree like a child. Say that and she'll agree. So when I read that, I'm like, men's make a good point here. Because he's making the comparison between childish and not being bothered by the harshness of existence. Now, this is a tough one to discuss. On one hand, right? Um, you know, you got to believe in women power because mm-hmm. there are powerful women up there. But here's the thing. Uh, powerful women are... It's not everybody, is it? <laughs> Don't get me wrong, man. When there's a woman who can do shit, we got to put our weight behind her, support her, break that glass ceiling for her. But... You know, I genuinely believe most women are just chill. They want nice lives. They want to be taken care of, especially over here in Asia. Maybe that's wrong. (laughs) I just find that women shine most when they have nothing to worry about. They're just carefree. They live their life like a child. And, And you know, if you offer that to a woman, you know, hey, let me take care of you, everything about you. I just want you to be light, carefree, live a womanly life. You know, do whatever you want that makes you happy. Within budget, of course. A lot of women will like look at that deal and be like, heck yeah. I mean, it's the only way you can explain why women want uh, men who earn more than them. Actually, that's wrong. Uh, I, think, <laughs> I, think, I think that has to do more with self-respect. Like, you need to deserve me. Like, you know, you need to be as good as me. Uh, <laughs> but okay there's part of it is that but the other part is that you know it, it it's like a bit of a it's that element of you know i i don't want to worry so much you know i just want to be free whereas men you know i think the vast majority of men thrive in this place where they're like a rock they support people take care of people's needs in that like uh providing kind of way i know i'm sounding pretty Maybe misogynistic. Some of you m- might argue sexist, but you know what? You believe what you want, but like this is what I'm advocating for your own happiness. You know, if you're a guy, you know, strive, strive your best to, to just be like the best version of a provider that you can. And that's as fulfilled as you're going to be, unless the woman you picked is like a total nightmare bitch that I'm so sorry. <laughs> <laughs> how how do I avoid that woman, man? Just listen to this podcast. It should really be called comedy and dating, but whatever. So, all right. I think, yeah, I'm running out of time. I got to drive to work. That's all the time I have for today's podcast. Thank you so much for listening. I will see you guys in the next episode. This has been The Comedy Podcast. Have a wonderful week ahead. Bye-bye.